Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we are talking about Blizzard Entertainment again. Why? Game Pass and Stadia are about to throw down with some serious battles. And Riot Games finally realizes that they have an S after their name. But first, I am Manny G once again, and joining me tonight, as always, is the one and only TX Andy Man. What is we up, need, dude? Boo, 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 we boo, need boo. one of those. We need one of those. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna find some effects, and we're gonna put that one in. That will be my intro from now on. <laughs> oh man, yes. Andy, how on earth are you doing, good. buddy? Very good, man. Um, a busy week. You're not lying like you no, were last no, no, week? Man. Dude, oh, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you, I feel great, man. Well, right this second, I don't oh. feel great. I feel like I am coming down with something. I got that itchiness in the back uh-huh. of my throat and in my sinus. But uh, physically, I feel really good, man. I've, uh, you know, as we talked about last week, you know, I got my myself situated uh, by this nice lady over at, uh, uh, at, my oh yeah, your therapy. back yeah, problem. Yeah, dude, man. Uh, mm. so, you know, I felt like I started off slow, but, I, I like I proceeded to yeah. like, we went on, we've been paddling again. Right. Cause we've got a, we actually have a race this yeah. week. Um, oh, yeah. serious. How far um, is it's it? It's a shorty. It's a, it's actually like a triathlon. So it's a. Seven mile run, which I'm doing. The bike ride, I don't know exactly how long it is, but my partner is doing that one. And then we're yeah. both paddling. I think it's seven miles. So it's it's not too bad. Um So Andy, we have we have our fitness challenge. Why are you not in there logging your miles? Dude, buddy? I don't know, man. I, I I uh because okay, first of all, I wouldn't We need some more support for team gaming adventure. Yeah, club. but I wouldn't win anything, you know? I don't I don't like you do mileage. <laughs> It's not about Bridget winning. It's mileage. about winning. <laughs> Bridget does mileage. I, I mean, I mean, I, I run a lot. I do, but I'm not like running marathon distances. So, uh, or ultra marathon, mm-hmm. you know, like that's you, dude. You're, you're, you're putting in like real mileage every day, you know, just chipping away at it, you know, step one step at a time. Um, it's like a turtle, dude. I know, right? Uh, just slow and steady. So, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess I should be logging my mileage in. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, but anyway, uh, I've been feeling great, bro. My, my distance and my speed yeah. has gone way up and, and, uh, I'm feeling like a million, but like, a, like a brand new man. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that mm-hmm. sounds great. How, um, have you been playing any video games? Dude, dude? <clears throat> so that's, uh, I've dialed that down a bit. Uh, but, wow. but yeah, I mean, so I'm still, uh, I'm still hitting mon- playing monster Fortnite? hunter pretty darn hard man it's uh, a <laughs> dude it's it's in such a great place right now dude uh i I'm, yeah. I'm really loving it man it uh it's a lot of fun the the guiding lands or the grinding lands as it's been mm. uh it's been lovingly referred to 
uh, is really cool, man. It's like a, there's so many levels of like grind in there, but in a good way. Uh, it's, yeah. it's really great, man. It's been a lot of fun. I am currently master rank 59, I think 57, 50, something high fifties. And, uh, and mm. at level 69, I unlock the gold, uh, I think it's the gold Raytheon. Uh, and, uh, and f- from this one, I get my next sword that I've really been eyeballing, but, uh, but it's yeah. going to take me a minute. But, but dude, I have a really sweet build, man. It's got a lot of survivability. Yeah, I'm good. A lot of survivability, so I don't die a ton. Do you, let me give you a little okay. advice, Andy. If you run into a save yes. issue, do not De- delete, delete Got anything. It. <laughs> Thank you. Delete no, all. Yes. yes. Delete, delete from all. everywhere. No, don't don't De- delete it. Don't, delete no. <laughs> from everywhere. That's do not do that. Don't do that. That will fix it fifty <laughs> percent of right, the time. No Oh man, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's basically uh, been it. How about you, dude? Nice what man. What are you up to? Me? Well, I have. Um, <laughs> I I I resub to World of Warcraft, <laughs> and I played for like an hour, and then I stopped, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so not you, doing this. You spent some time on an airplane, right? You had to kill a few hours. Oh yeah, I I did. I actually tried to play. Uh, I tried to play. What is it? Um, shoot, what's let me have my phone. <laughs> Give me my phone. Oh, Oceanhorn. Okay. Oceanhorn uh-huh. two. It's a it's a, a little uh, RPG on the iOS, and uh, and turns out that um, I'm not really huge into that type of game on the phone. Okay, got it. Like. I just didn't like the movement and it felt kind of, eh. and then there's this other game called outlanders where you're just like, uh, kind of managing people to farm resources and build a little town. That was okay. But, eh, you know, and then, uh, and then I reinstalled. So we're going to talk about riot tonight and some of their announcements that they made pretty, pretty cool stuff. So that one of the things they announced was a card Mm -hmm. game. And then I got really excited. I immediately signed up for the beta, which I did not get uh, invited mm. to. Um, so then that made me like itch to play a card game. So I reinstalled Hearthstone. I haven't played Hearthstone since like the next Ramus patch, yeah. which was a very long time right. ago. And I looked and I think I had like 300 wins on my oh, account wow. or whatever, just between all of them. So, so I did play like yeah. a bunch but it's the kind of game where you have to constantly like every time they release a new expansion or whatever you have to spend a ton of money on yeah. card packs and i'm just not into that dude which is so apparently i played a which little is bit apparently not going to be the case with uh with riots stuff right yes exactly dude they're they're going to monetize in a better way yeah. but it it's kind of like getting my mind like i'm excited for that yeah. but in a couple weeks the um, Gwent Ooh. comes out on iOS and Android, so like my my mind's kind of there in the whole card card game uh, mindset or whatever. So uh, I was playing a little Hearthstone to kind of uh, rediscover the joys of card games, which are fantastic. And when Gwent comes out, dude, I'm gonna be jumping into Gwent, and it's gonna be fun, man. Because I don't I don't like the idea of sitting at my computer playing a card game i do like sitting at my couch or outside on my newly created porch Ooh, that's right or on my work uh-huh. break playing uh playing 
playing a card game on my phone. That seems really fun to me. So super cool, man. But there we go, Very man. Cool, man. Yeah, I like it. So yeah, not not a whole lot of time to game, really. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is what it is. Yes. Andy, we have some we got new a, we got stories a lot of stuff dude. to talk about. We do, man. Enough about us. We've been blabbering for uh, eight yes, minutes. We have. Let's uh, <laughs> let's continue the blabbering, but with the, with a bit of an okay. outline here. So first up, Andy, Blizzard Entertainment. Mm. They decide to ban that college team after all. Mm. And um, yeah, just to catch everybody up, there was this whole thing uh, a few seconds during a a uh, professional Hearthstone tournament. A gamer named Blizzchung, who was uh, doing quite well. He made a quick statement about Hong Kong asking uh, just, you know, it was a political statement, obviously saying free Hong Kong. This is um, the what did he say? The revolution of our age. Right. So he just said that quick statement uh, the Ben Hammer came down faster than you can blink, Andy. And this man was banned for a year, had all of his prize money taken away. The casters who were involved, they got permanently fired, never to work for Blizzard again. It was a massacre. And then a week later, yeah, it was they they slaughtered this this guy's um, career mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. in Hearthstone. So you know, days passed. We recorded last week's episode on Thursday. On Friday at five thirty, end of business. Uh, Jab, J. Allen Brack, the uh, the president of, or CEO or whatever of uh, Blizzard Entertainment, writes a letter and he basically says, yeah, we kind of came down way too hard. We're giving him all his prize money. Uh, it's only a six-month ban. The casters, they're not permanently fired. It's a six-month ban for them as well. Mm-hmm. So that is what happened. And then I'm, I'll just continue, Andy. The uh, There was this... The, the American, uh, they have this collegiate tournament as well. One of the teams just right after this happened, uh, during during the, the broadcast, they had a sign that said, uh, liberate Hong Kong or free Hong Kong, something like that. But then it also said, ban Blizzard, right? Something like that. Th- they had no punishment whatsoever, like nothing, right? Like how is the swift hand of justice falling so hard and fast on Blizzchung and this American team is untouched, right? Right. In that post that Jay Allen Brack wrote, he said it had nothing to do with their relationship with Japan, with, uh, with China, excuse me, which press X to doubt. No one believes exactly. that. No right. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So finally we, we have, we have a bit of an update for this, this college team. Well, and actually, I'm going to kind of piggyback just a tiny bit because the difference, the the differences between the two statements, both political statements, uh, were mm-hmm. there were stark differences. Where one, as you said, uh, was basically like, you know, free Hong Kong, uh, revolution of our age, right? Purely like, yes. hey, I'm really concerned, about, you know sort of showing support for the folks in Hong Kong, right? No yes, disparaging yes, yes. remarks towards any, like Blizzard or anyone. Just that. Mm-hmm. Didn't even really outright say, you know, anything negative about China in particular, purely supporting the the the, the protests happening in Hong Kong, okay? The yeah. college team, on the other hand, like, you know, yeah. uh, calls for... 
boycotts against the the blizzard themselves <laughs> right like for yeah. very yeah, disparaging yeah. remarks against the company themselves nothing crickets yeah. man so i mean yeah huge difference anyway the story uh, <laughs> from uh, from mm. our good friends at Kotaku, American University Hearthstone players who recently held up a sign calling for Hong Kong's freedom during a live stream have been officially disciplined by Activision Blizzard. In a Twitter post today, team member Casey Chambers stated that the team has been banned from competitive play for six months. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it goes on to, to, to uh, you know, to quote, happy to announce the AU Hearthstone team received a six month ban from competition. Chambers tweeted while, while delayed, I appreciate all players being treated equally and no one being above the rules. So, um, <laughs> you know, just kind of saying like, Hey, you know, this is the guy himself, the, the, yeah. the, the team, the, 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 you know, the person who held up the line, the, the sign themselves saying like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm really glad that these guys finally decided to uh, apply the rules equally across the board. And really, it's yes. not even really an equal application of the rules because Blizzchung, you know, got like a full year docked, you know, like his his winnings. Yeah. You know, shoutcasters are fired. Yeah. Like there's all, like, I mean, like I said, just a massacre. Yeah. You know, and they come back later exactly. and just kind of mop up some of the blood. Oops, sorry about that. Our bad. <laughs> Let's clean this up a little yeah. bit. And, and in case you don't understand or like people, you know, who are kind of new, if you're listening to this and you're kind of new to this whole situation here, like what is going on? What's the big deal? Like right now with the situation in China and Hong Kong is, is it's a desperate situation for months. Millions of people in Hong Kong have been protesting to basically protect and defend and to ask for just some basic freedom of speech, freedom of just, you know, the, the ability to live free and just things that we enjoy as Americans, Andy and I being Americans, uh, and it's just something that's common for us. And the outrage comes out because Blizzard Entertainment is an American company. You would expect it to to have American values. Mm-hmm. So this 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 tournament that was being held over there on this other side of the world, uh, it's it's kind of believed and, and and understood that that it is the 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 Asian office there, um. The, the the Chinese office that basically pulled out the band hammer and started swinging mm-hmm. it. And, you know, and it, and it was that office that began to, to tweet about like, you know, we, we'll defend th- this. Th- this is unacceptable. Yeah. We'll defend the state and stuff like defending that. Defending the pride so, of our country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it's like over here in America, I could imagine J. Allen Brack sitting in his office in Southern California, hearing all this for the first time and doing nothing but you know, losing control of his body as his head slams into his desk and he thinks to himself, what is happening? This is out of control. So like a a part of me is like, you know, they've got, they they have this esports tournament. They don't want their esports to be a platform for politics, for anyone's politics, whether it's China's, whether it's Hong Kong's or whatever. 
They don't, th- that's not the purpose of, you know, having a Hearthstone tournament is to be a platform for, for politics. They don't want that, right? Obviously, no gaming company really wants that because that just brings division. It's not the purpose of the video game itself, right? So whenever Blizzard did this, Blizzard, you know, it's, you're just, you're brought into the situation automatically and there's nothing but you that you can do then just kind of address the mm-hmm. issue. You just have to do it. And Blizzard, for whatever reason, addressed the issue in such a way that made us all think, "Yeah, you're working for China, right. aren't you?" No kidding. You're, <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's in my and I know I'm talking a lot, Andy, but in in my opinion, I think Blizzard should have just came out and said, "We have we have business with China, we have business with countries all over the world." And when we're in a, spe- a particular country, we have to respect that country's rules and laws. Otherwise, we can't operate yeah. there. We may not agree with that, but that's that's the boundaries we're working in. If we want our projects and our games in these countries, then we have to follow their rules. They didn't do anything remotely like that. And... Gosh, dude, this this whole situation drives me yeah. nuts, and it drives everybody nuts, right? Yeah. Well, it's a big it's a big mess, man. I, I think honestly, like it didn't even have to go that far into detail. Like you could have very easily said, "Hey, you know, our tournaments are, you know, while we respect everyone's opinions, we we have a uh, uh, you know a uh, process established, the rules are in place. We really can't have this." So, you know, and then just like a mm-hmm. reasonable. Uh, uh, you know, punishment, right? Like, but uh, yeah. It, what they did is, is where everybody's like, "Whoa, what is going on?" Like taking his winnings, yeah. firing the, the Chinese everyone. office, yeah, yeah. The tweets that were sent out, it was a show of force. Oh man, it was. Yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then to have the like, okay, so what happened to the American team? A much more measured response. Despite the disparaging remarks yeah. that probably could have uh, yeah. uh, justified a much harsher punishment, right? Um, sure, but but they were reasonable. That and and I think had they done that in the Bliss, Bliss Chung, uh situation, I, I think people yeah. would have. And and we're about to get into Riot Games and their situation and how just the difference between. How people react mm-hmm. to, you know, announcements and all this stuff that they make versus, you know, how just Blizzard is completely, it seems, tone deaf with their player base. And, and I mean, you know, right now with this current situation with really politics, global politics in general, man, it's, it's astounding. Yeah. It's, this is not something that you see a lot of video games company, video game companies having to deal with on a regular basis. It's starting to get that way now mm-hmm. because a lot of companies are starting to release statements to their esports divisions and basically saying, Hey, this is where we stand. We can't have this as any kind of political platform whatsoever. This is just about the game. If you're going to play the game and you want to talk about the game, then you're welcome. If not, then hey, we respect you. You know, do your speech not on our platform. So, I mean, it, it is crazy because the people that that dealt with the American team obviously was not the people that were dealing out of the, the, the Chinese office. Right. Because if it was the people from the Chinese office dealing with it, you know, it'd be different. It's 
So you have this company that operates across the world in lots of different management teams and offices dealing with things in different ways. So, I mean, what this is going to do is it kind of brings a bit of unity for the policy across the entire company globally, which is good, but that's something that should have been established already, especially with the company that's so involved in so many different types of esports, you know, with Overwatch and with Hearthstone and with uh, what's going on with with, uh, Warcraft as well and what's going on with, uh, with StarCraft. For years and years, they've been dealing with yeah. esports in different okay. countries. You would think by now they would have had a process down, but it's it's just a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. It right is now. right now. Still, it's such a mess. In fact, that <laughs> it's even sort of you know it, as divisive as politics are today. This is an mm-hmm. issue where uh, I, it seems we have some bipartisan support. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's it's yes. brought, it's brought both sides of the political spectrum here in the states uh, together, and so it, you know, uh, Congress, in fact, uh, issued a, a statement uh, to uh, to Blizzard themselves. Five bipartisan members of the United States Congress have sent Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, Bobby Kodak. Uh-huh. To reconsider the company's punishment of Blizz Chung, I'm not going to butcher his name again, um, for speaking out in support of the protests in Hong Kong. United States Senator Ron Wyden, uh, Democrat uh, Oregon, uh, U.S. Senator Marco Rubio, Republican Florida, Reps uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC, as she is referred to, uh, Democrat New York, Mike Gallagher, Republican uh Wisconsin and Tom Malinowski, uh, Democrat, New Jersey, have signed a joint letter addressed to Robert Kotick specifically regarding Blizzard's recent actions towards Chung. <clears throat> we write to express our deep concern about Activision Blizzard's decision to make player <laughs> Blizz Chung forfeit prize money and ban him from participating in tournaments for a year after he voiced support for pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong. The decision is particularly concerning in light of the Chinese government's growing appetite for pressuring American businesses to help stifle free speech. Because Activision Blizzard is such a pillar of the gaming industry, your disappointing decision could have a chilling effect on gamers who seek to use their platform to promote human rights and basic freedoms, the letter says. Indeed, many gamers around the world have taken notice of your company's actions, understandably calling for boycotts of Activision Blizzard gaming sites. And, uh, interesting. Yeah, right? So, yeah, yeah. They, was that, I think that was from IGN. Yes. Well, yeah, it's a, it's basically a, uh, it's from IGN is what, where we got it from. But yeah, most of that statement is, is the letter from the senators. Mm, and, and it doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to me that the whole, uh, walking back the punishment and giving the prize money was, um, was a part of the message here. So maybe this happened before that. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what what the timing is here, but I think I think, you know, the the whole thing is is stifling, uh, stifling the the basic freedoms of human rights. Mm -hmm. You know, you you don't want to do that. So, ah, yeah, this this whole situation is not is not great. 
at all. Well, we'll we'll keep everybody posted. I don't think it's going to yeah. go anywhere anytime yeah, soon. There, there is no. I mean, there is there is stuff going down. Uh, there is there's a bill that's that's being uh, that needs to pass the Senate and be signed for by the president that will help to recognize uh, Hong Kong uh, from the United States that will help uh, help people come with visas to the U.S. and help uh, people come for uh, schools and stuff like that for schooling. So th- there are some things that are happening as far as uh, our government is concerned to help the situation in Hong Kong. But, you know, China, China is, is pretty unwilling right now. So that's that's tough. So, all right, that's about as political as we're going right. to get on the show. Yeah. And I think we're going to uh, say goodbye to the story for now, unless something else develops. Yes, sir. Sounds good. So uh, let's let's go. Hey, but let's keep talking about Activision, Andy. <laughs> What's going the on Activision. with the whole microtransaction? And uh, what is a modern warfare? Like, what is going down, man? Tell me the story. The Activision in Blizzard Activision. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, so it's if you'll recall, uh, what was it a few weeks uh, ago that we we yeah it was several weeks ago that we talked about um, how information from a pretty reliable uh, data miner uh, came out that uh, there were going to be loot boxes. Uh, you know, and then, and then, of course, you know, the microtransactions uh, and implementation of sort of uh, mm. monetization um, in this game uh, yeah. was brought up. And so, uh, you know, you'll recall that um, the uh, oh, gosh, what's which which Activision arm is doing this one again? Uh, I keep wanting to say, oh, this is Infinity Ward. It is Infinity Ward. OK, Um yeah, we, we got statements from 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 them that that were like, you know, everybody calm down. Let's not speculate on information that we don't know yet. Blah blah blah. <laughs> right? All the yeah. all it's safe to assume. Yeah. I mean, the the story was that we get we're gonna get supply boxes, supply drops again, and in there we're gonna contain weapons, mm. like actual weapons you can't get anywhere else, just like in Black Ops. Right. So how funny that people would assume it would happen again, right? right? right. It just happened. So now, since then, apparently. Our good friend Bobby, Bobby Kodak, uh, has yeah. has. I, I think you put the the tweet. Was it a tweet that he put out that that said or uh, that they were uh, referred to as microtrans Activision? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Apparently, Bobby Kotek, uh referred to Activision in that uh-huh. way. Uh, there was some kind of source that that uh, Charlie Intel got that info from. So. That's pretty it's good, really man. Funny. Like, I haven't heard that one yeah. before. Like, I'm surprised. I like it, Bobby. I like it. And you're right. I think <laughs> you, job, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> but Yeah, dude. Bobby, you can be on my fire right? team, buddy. You're funny. But apparently, uh, <laughs> he wants to change that. So, from uh, from our friends over at, uh, at, uh, at Kotaku, Activision is changing the way uh, it does Call of Duty DLC with Modern Warfare. In a blog post today, it detailed the game-changing overhaul... That upcoming shooter, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, was has undergone to make the game and its economy more equitable and fair. New maps and game modes introduced after the launch of Modern Warfare, <laughs> Warfare will be free for all players, Manny. Activision said, and oh, wow. go live simultaneously on all platforms. No exclusives, Manny. No way. <laughs> that way. What's happening? I know, right? 
Except for the exclusive thing that PlayStation gets. We're not going to talk right, about right, that. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exa- except for that one. <laughs> but other than that, they're all... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that way, content that significantly impacts the game isn't totally reserved for the players who shell out lots of extra money. And Xbox owners won't have to wait for timed exclusives to be up. The game will also feature cross-play between platforms. Uh, I'm going to finish this story, but put a pin in that uh, statement here. There will be there okay. will be no loot boxes in Modern Warfare, Activision said. Instead of instead, Call of Duty Modern Warfare will have a battle pass system, much like those of Fortnite, Apex Legends, Rocket League, etc. Players can unlock weapons, attachments, and other content that can affect game balance as part of their of either a free or premium content stream, and that's all. That's all just playing, uh, and that's all just through playing, as the post says the streams will feature a variety of cosmetic content that does not impact game balance the most interesting part mm. of that and 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 i know we were just making a joke about the um the game mode that was exclusive to ps4 but it says there and xbox owners won't have to wait for timed exclusives to be up does yes. that mean that not not that one okay okay <laughs> going forward okay so PlayStation still gets that okay. one. Uh, there's one mode, yeah. and like, it's like, what was the estimate? One, like fifteen percent well, of the game content. Whoa, Manny, it's only it's, for a year. it's only one percent, Manny. Where did you get that? Yeah, where did you get that funny math? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuzzy right, math. Right. Dude. Yeah, so so it's not talking about okay. that. That actually wasn't addressed. Okay in the Activision post at all. They just kind of glossed over that. They just pretended that didn't exist. But if you look very, very, very closely, they don't say that loot boxes will never make their way to Modern Warfare. They don't. So if they do six months down the road, eight months, whatever... Don't be surprised. Right, right. No, exactly. Uh, I was going to say, you'll forgive me if I don't hold my breath. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, like, Yo, these yeah, please guys don't hold your breath, and their track record. Yeah, these guys and their track record. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm, these guys yes. and their cra- track record. I mean, you know, we, we've had this conversation so many times about Activision. And every time, I mean, they never fail me. And I don't think that they'll fail me on this one. So they're going to pull some shady move. Look, Black Ops was supposed to be supported for years, right? It was like, oh, it's going to be forever. Oh, yeah. and we're going to add stuff to it. And it's going to be awesome. And look, you know, what was their announcement? The last DLC for this uh, game will be not even, oh, yeah. not even a year yeah. after launch. I mean, come on. Yeah. So... Yeah, they do not want to create content for Black Ops if Modern Warfare is out. Yeah. They just don't. There's no they they want people to spend the money to buy the new game. Yep. That's basically it. Yeah, it's economics. So Yeah. yeah. So I mean this appears to be good news, mm. I would say. For the first six months. But you know, I, I just don't trust a dog that's already bitten. Yes. You know, I yep. just don't. Mm-hmm. So uh but yeah, this the I think that Modern Warfare is going to be pretty stinking great as far as the type of game it right. is. And I think it's going to be reward rewarding. And I think the whole uh, 
the whole uh, uh, season pass system is going to work out just fine. Yeah. And it's going to seem like a great game for the first, I'm going to predict, the first six yeah, months. I, I, I think the first right. six months, the game's going to be solid. I, That's my I guess. I think, and honestly, look, if it if it drops out, if they if we get all that for, what, 60 bucks? I guess whatever yeah, they decide, whatever they d- decide to mm-hmm. uh, to uh, put on uh, as a price tag on their battle pass. On top of that, if that's worth six months to you, then by all means. And you know what? It it really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, from from the looks of it, and from what we've been reading, and from what people that have gotten their hands in the games, even like the quote unquote internet provocateurs, um, the yeah, gameplay, yeah. all that stuff. Is fine. It's great. It's probably potentially one of the best modern uh, or Call of Duty titles we've had in years. Um, but yeah, I had a chance to jump in and play the beta. Mm-hmm. It felt great. Yeah. yeah. But it was. Uh, but, but, you know, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, there you go. Yeah, I can't. I can't. This I have to skip like I can't buy it at launch. I just have way too many things going on uh, this particular year. Mm-hmm. Um, will I pick it up eventually? But yeah, maybe, probably. I mean, it's a, I, I really love the gameplay. It's really, really fun. I could play it all night long. Uh, but I, but I'm not buying it yeah. at launch. Right. So yeah. that's my story. Maybe we'll get it in the, in the bargain bin and use the, you know, the leftover, the savings for our battle pass slash microtransactions. Oh yeah. There you go. Hopefully they'll have loot boxes in by then. <laughs> So, dude, let's let's move on, okay. Andy. Uh, Game Pass mm-hmm. is doing doing some cool stuff, man. Yeah. And um, this is some really interesting information. Yeah. So, according to Xbox, they're telling us that people who are Game Pass members play forty percent more games yeah. than any other gamer. We've got some pretty cool metrics because now. they're playing. That is really cool. Yeah. They're they're playing all these other games that they normally would never play. Mm-hmm. And also they're spending more money. Yeah. As well. Mm-hmm. Buying games that aren't on Game Pass. This is really cool, man. This is crazy. And this, I think, for Xbox is great news because Game Pass has been a great product. And f- to hear how successful it is makes me happy because that means they're going to continue oh, yeah, doing dude. it. And we've got, you know, we're, we're, we're paid up through 2021 or something like that. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, this is great. Yes. news. great news for us for sure. Just uh, to follow up on some of those metri- metrics that we were talking about, uh, Manny from, uh, from yeah. true achievements.com. Xbox Game Pass has proven to be a success for Microsoft and game developers, especially with the recent news of Oxenfree hitting over 3 million downloads thanks to the subscription service. Now, ID at Xbox lead uh, Agostino Simonetta has shared more information from behind the scenes. According to Simonetta, or Simonetta, Game Pass members play 40% more games than other players this number includes titles outside of the Game Pass catalog. Speaking at the game in, GamesIndustry.biz Investment Summit, uh, Simonetta said, people that join the subscription are way more engaged. Uh, well, they have a lot of free games to play, but actually they're way more engaged outside the subscription. They go out to stores and buy more games than they did before they joined. How they get those metrics, I don't know, but, but I mean, you know, um, they track us, they know everything. Yeah. No, no kidding. 
Um, are they just a few <laughs> other a few other metrics. I'm not going to read the entire article, but some numbers of note. 91% of Xbox Game Pass members say they have played new games they wouldn't have normally tried. This is true for me. Uh, I've done that on a couple of occasions. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Microsoft has also noticed that subscriptions are uh, I'm sorry, subscribers are playing 30% more genres than they did before joining. So obviously, I mean, they can see, right, what we're playing, what our history or our track record is of, you know, uh, specific types of games that we play. And so that's very interesting, right, that they, uh, um, that, you know, that those metrics are starting to, um, you know, come out uh, in regards to the, uh, mm-hmm. the Game Pass service. It, you know, I think it's awesome, dude. I think it's it's Me I think too. it's a wonderful uh uh offering that they have for any gamer, but I mean specifically for us, Manny, right? We have kids. How many different games do um do our kids love to play, right? Um so yeah. uh, and the fact that, you know, my kids have access to those games through that, you know, I was talking uh, about the game share uh, basically that we do, uh, with all of our, um, IDs, uh, you know, they're able to play all those games on their own accounts. Right. So I think it's great, man. Mm -hmm. It's a great service. I've, I've enjoyed it and my kids are enjoying it. Just like you said, man. So yeah, I think every, every good family should have an Xbox with game pass. Why not? Why not? So Andy, let's move on something something similar uh x cloud and stadia they're about to throw down andy they're about to throw down uh so x cloud has finally come out as far as its early tests and betas go i have not been invited because the first test is on android only which is really funny because stadia is an android device or a android um google product right uh android being a, a owned by Google. And uh, so far, people are saying xCloud works. It works well. And uh, I even read an article where somebody was saying, and I forgot where the article was, but they were saying that xCloud works so well, if I was in some kind of blind test, I don't think I'd be able to tell the difference, which is really, uh, which is really, really cool. So this is, this is it, man. Andy, we have made it. This is the future. The blind, t- 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 the, was it the Pepsi taste challenge or the Coke? <laughs> the it was Coke taste challenge. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. So it's funny that it just seems so funny to me that Xbox, the first beta for xCloud is on Android phones, which is pretty funny because we got this announcement from Google about Stadia. So they, they made an announcement saying that Stadia streaming game service is about to roll out to the customers who pre-ordered it on November 19th. It's here. So yeah, we, we first thought, we knew it was sometime in November. We didn't know exactly when. November 19th, and we get to see which one's working and which one's not. Are they both viable products? What's the deal? So it's exciting times, Andy. Mm. These, uh, these giant services are going to war. And we get to sit back and watch. Oh, yeah. My money's on xCloud. <laughs> yeah, my money is on xCloud as well. Mm-hmm. And it just got announced by Google that they have dropped their VR project that they're working on for Android. 
they basically said they didn't have enough support for it, that they weren't uh, a large enough mar market mm -hmm. for it. And it, it's, you know, it's kind of a different thing than just saying, okay, you have your yeah. phone, you could stream games right. on it now. You had to have, obviously, another peripheral oh, yeah. that you would put onto it's your such phone a and niche, put it on your head. It's such, yeah, it's such a niche yeah. market, you know? I mean, it... Sure. I've heard like really awesome things about it, right? There's, I have actually worked with a guy who is like hardcore into VR gaming. In fact, that's his primary, mm -hmm. uh, uh, method of playing games. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Man. He's a, yeah. I mean, we should probably, I should probably have him on at some point just so he can break down VR for us. But, um, uh, it's a very niche market though, right? And like you said, it, there's peripherals sure. involved and there's, it's just, yeah. I think we're not there yet, but potentially, yeah. you know, very, very exciting for the future. Sure, sure. And and obviously the talk right away was, here's another project that Google just dropped. Right, right. You know, that they spent tons of money in development with. So it's like, well, if Stadia isn't as, you know, if people aren't, aren't flocking to Stadia like they need them to, kind of like this VR thing. Right. Is this just service just going to go away? Well, it's it's probably so. their version of uh, what did what Microsoft has had some clunkers, right? HD DVD, and then uh, what was yeah. the uh, the Connect? <laughs> yeah, the Connect. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stinking yeah, right. Connect, man, that was yeah, a mistake. Well, you know, the good news is it seems like Google is learning their lesson a little sooner, right? So. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, so this is it's it's an exciting time, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Really, really, really cool. I cannot wait to see what happens. But Andy, yes, me neither. But Andy, yes. this uh, this is something else that's really, really cool and exciting. Mm -hmm. Riot. Yes. Riot Games have found the S at the end of Riot Games. <laughs> they have just been doing League of right. Legends for like ten right. years, right? But they have just positioned themselves. To take on almost every esport that is out right. there, Riot Games have just announced seven new it's projects. Yeah. Seven, yeah. dude. I have. There's. I don't think there's ever been a gaming studio that has announced this many projects all at yes. once. Right. The. I. I. I my mind blown. Right. Boom. Like I watched this whole presentation. I think I've seen it like three times mm -hmm. now. Uh, and you know checking out like reaction videos different different people who are who play league what do they think different people who are playing all these other games mm -hmm. you know there's there's first person shooter there's a card game there's there's a like a, a fantasy uh um esports team like manager game like what like it's crazy <laughs> right. man it is so yeah. cool man so this this is really exciting it's, it's really unprecedented and i and i'm excited to see what happens with these projects for sure but uh, if you will, Manny, from our friends at PC Gamers yeah. have uh, have put together a nice little read for us. Uh, Riot Games has announced it has an online first-person shooter in development codenamed Project A. This is just one of their projects. The project is an yes. in development – or I'm sorry. The project is in development by a new team within Riot Games, and it isn't related to League of Legends either. This is the first time Riot Games has ever developed a game outside of the League of Legends universe. Details are scarce, but Riot talked big about the kinds of things that you might not expect from a game announcement. 
Primarily, the reveal was focused on a commitment to technology that solves long-time FPS problems created by network latency and cheaters. We've put anti-cheat at the forefront of our development, and we will do whatever it takes to preserve the integrity of your matches, executive producer Anna Donlin said during the stream. Likewise, Project A will also have network tech that Riot claims will eliminate issues like Peeker's Advantage. Um, like the fighting game, Riot just announced Project A is early in development and will be going dark for a long while, or for a long time while Riot continues to develop it. Riot Games made the announcement during its League of Legends 10th anniversary live stream, which is part of a global celebration of League of Legends. Now, it's my understanding that most mm-hmm. of these projects are in some way related to their League of Legends universe. Am I correct, Manny? Well, yes, yes, the fighting game for sure, the card game mm-hmm. for sure, and then there are like a, a League of Legends. Uh, it's like a, a completely new game that it's called Wild Rift that has been in development from the ground up for mobile and console. Mm-hmm. But it's just like League of Legends, but it's designed for quicker right. games. Uh, there's a few key things that are that are missing that uh, help you to get through games faster mm-hmm. than you do with League, but you still have all the heroes. Um, actually, not all the heroes are going to be at launch, they said. But but it's basically you have you you have it's the same game as League of Legends, but it's for your console and for your phone. Yeah, so things, the, things that we haven't had. Most of this, this is in the same universe. Yes, exactly. Right. But this Project A, this first-person shooter, it's not right. This, it's a yeah. completely different game. Now, and the other thing, different world. The other thing is, uh-huh. it's uh, I guess what were what was it that people were comparing it to? Was it um, Overwatch? Overwatch. But it's apparently yes. more of a like a Counter Strike. Uh, Type. Exactly. Yeah, Greg Streets, uh, gay, Greg Ghost Caller. Uh, hmm. <laughs> if I could speak, he used to be, work for Blizzard hmm. a long time ago. He's actually, uh, he's 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 pretty famous with the Blizzard crowd actually because he was doing a lot of community stuff on the forums. Everybody knows gay, uh, Greg Ghost Crawler Streets. If I could say his name right. properly, and yeah, he confirmed on his Twitter account that this game is a lot more like Counter Strike. Than it is mm-hmm. Overwatch. Now, seeing some of that gameplay, though, I mean, it looks like you have a few more uh, uh, tools at your disposal uh, from what Counter Strike usually offers. Right? Counter Strike's more of a traditional yes. FPS with yeah, because you have right, heroes, boots on the ground type of we, game, right? Where where this yes. version has it looked to me like these the, this character uh, that they showed. It was a few characters actually had like yeah you know powers or abilities right and they seem to be more active utility abilities as opposed to ultimates where you just yeah, where win you, yeah where you, you know? wipe so, everything so it's pretty different yeah mm-hmm. exactly it seems pretty different than blizzard's take on the hero sh- mm-hmm. shooter it, it definitely seems like they really want to um well at least from what we saw they they, they want to emphasize shooter right. uh as opposed to just hero with abilities, right. you know, whereas because like Overwatch, you could have people that like uh, like Junkrat, he just shoots grenades right. and stuff and does, you know, throws a tire at you yeah. and stuff. So totally, totally different, pretty similar, mm-hmm. but definitely more like like uh, something a bit more competitive. Right. And and then it, and it also like appears that 
you know, latency and the, the things that make competitive shooters not fun, I'm sure, are, are exactly. like yes. at, at the forefront, right? So they're building that into the game itself versus, uh, I mean, I imagine what they're doing or what they have been doing, which is a bit more reactive, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah, so this this is really good news for people who are into the competitive mm-hmm. scene where cheaters are a problem and all these different things with with netcode that that just seems to be persistent issues. They're looking to tackle those problems first because they want their game to be fair, mm-hmm. which is which is great. You know, that's fantastic. Very very early in development still. We're going to hear some more stuff next year, but from the footage that we saw the game looks very, very, uh, very early. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 uh, so uh, graphics uh, looked looked pretty uh, basic, yeah. but it looked the the gameplay looked awesome. Yes, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. It's just like a design right. space. They're they're demoing a few characters and a few right. abilities, uh, kind of setting the tone with speed right. and stuff like that. So so it was real interesting to see. But being so far in development, there's not a lot you can take from it other than the fact that Riot is making a competitive shooter, which I think is great. Trying to make a splash. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, but just to kind of, you know, build off of that, uh, the the rest of the stuff here uh, from another PC Gamer article. Uh, For the past decade, uh, Riot Games has been a company trapped in a bubble. Despite having millions of players worldwide, if you don't actively play Mm -hmm. League of Legends, you probably don't care all that much about Riot. But over the course of a single hour last night, during its 10th anniversary livestream, Riot Riot announced eight new new projects, including... Yeah, I think I said yeah, seven right. Earlier. Including a long-rumored League of Legends fighting game, a management sim, a tactical uh, multiplayer FPS, which is what we just covered, a card game, and mobile versions of for both League of Legends and Team Fight Tactics. Some of these games are years away, but Riot's big birthday party felt like the opening beach assault against its biggest competitor, Blizzard. <laughs> dun dun dun! Yeah. There they are again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's there like they a are. stupid rash that won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, do you do you think? Uh, and of course, we're going to talk a little bit about you know Riot's own issues, right? Of of questionable sure. sort of lineage, uh, if uh-huh. you will. But uh, <laughs> but do you think that the that the, this is them uh, just maybe taking advantage of the situation uh, and just sort of putting out there like hey man blizzard is in such in in the dumps right now it's a good time for us to just like throw this out there maybe drum up some excitement maybe people you know who are you know closing their uh battle net accounts and whatnot you have something to look forward to now right it's like oh well look at this there's card games and and competitive <laughs> shooters and like everything that we want coming from uh riot games so um but They've definitely enjoyed the spotlight a bit more, I think, yeah. with so many people, thousands of people that have become so like, um, you know, I guess disenfranchised. Just yeah, exactly. With with Blizzard, where they're looking at Blizzard and they're like, "Man, I I love your games, I love what you're doing, but I just can't stand your Activision yeah. sticking yeah. out." <laughs> you your, know, your it's Activision gross. is showing. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's so that that whole portion of Blizzard, which is, you know, they're 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 partnered with they're, they the two companies merged a long time mm-hmm. ago. It it just makes you feel weird about playing Blizzard games. A lot of people are feeling that right, right. now. So people are looking around. What else is mm-hmm. there? And then Riot says, you know what? Here's our, t- you know, this is their 10 year celebration. They had this planned well before All that stuff went this down. whole Hearthstone thing just went a, down. Yeah, just definitely. a happy little coincidence, I guess, huh? I think yeah. so, man. I I think so, and I, and it is a happy coincidence okay. uh, because I'm I'm excited for all these projects. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude, these are super. We've cool. said it before. I've said it before. Uh, you know, I think competition is great, bro. You know, it doesn't always. You know, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of hate surrounding epic and and you know that whole situation with their um yeah you know, the way they're handling exclusives and all that but nonetheless it's competition right yeah like that i yeah, exactly. believe is always a good thing you know um and, and certainly yeah. in this case you know we'll, we'll see what what happens it sounds like a lot of this stuff is years away but it's competition and competition is good for everybody i think so yes uh, to continue, uh, next year, the League of Legends card game, Legends of Runeterra, will release and directly compete with Hearthstone. And Riot is also working on a competitive multiplayer FPS that sounds an awful like an awful lot like Counter-Strike meets Overwatch and an, RP- an action RPG, which may take after Diablo. My goodness. Um, but these games are more than uh, mere competition. They feel like direct responses to the major criticisms people have leveled at Blizzard games and their associated genres. The Legends of Runeterra announcement, for example, focused partly on the expensive microtransactions that make card games like Hearthstone so frustrating to play. Instead of gambling on mm-hmm. randomized booster packs to fill out your collection, Legends of Runeterra will have a system where you can buy cards directly for either premium or in-game currency earned through playing. Likewise, a large portion of their tactical FPS announcement focused on how Riot would be tackling long-standing FPS issues like server tick rate, peekers advantage, and cheating. Um, yeah, that, that was definitely a huge focus for the whole presentation was showing that not only do they want to do these games that are in these familiar genres, but they want to do them better than the way they're done now. And yeah, there was a lot of excitement, especially around, uh, the legends of Runeterra. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a card game. You have heroes. There's really neat mechanics where, if you if you play it right, your hero can kind of level up in the middle of the match and become more powerful. And it's there's just this really nice flow the whole mat of the whole game where you're doing you're on defense or offense and then that role swaps. So it's it's a really, really nice looking card game. I even watched some of it being streamed um because it is in a in a closed mm-hmm. beta right now. So it it is very attractive. It looks fantastic, and the game looks really fun. And the way they're going to monetize how you get those cards in your hands yes. seems really fair, dude. It like uh, you know, like I said, I was playing a little Hearthstone, yeah. and the whole idea of like oh, I got to buy like fifty card packs to try and get some new yeah. cards. That's nah. a big investment. Yeah. I don't want that. And or like random, yeah. right? So uh, that does not exactly. sound cool at all. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. uh, it, you know, of course. The article talks about, uh, you know, what I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, them sort of building a lot of these universes, uh, f- 
building off of what they've already established with League of Legends and the huge fan base that they already have on that. That's an advantage. Uh, but to continue the article, the other advantage Riot has mm-hmm. is that it's often just as guilty. And I, and I did want to get to this just so that we come full uh-huh. circle. The <laughs> yeah, other yeah. advantage Riot has is that it's often just as guilty uh, of the same supposed sins that have vilified Blizzard, but rarely ever incriminated. While Blizzard is burning at the stake for protecting its business interests in China, Riot has been 100% owned by the largest Chinese tech corpora- corporation, Tencent, for years without sparking any kind of concerted outrage. In the immediate aftermath of Blizzard's Hong Kong controversy, Riot also warned pro players not to mention politics, but that that didn't result in being called out on Twitter by U.S. lawmakers. Uh, It's even funny to consider that despite being a PC-only developer until now, half of the announcements Riot made last night were for mobile games, and no one seemed to care (laughs) during the announcement of (laughs) Team Fight Tactics mobile version product manager Jessica Nam even quipped, it turns out that you guys actually do have fun. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. She mocked Blizzard for announcing nice a mobile game while announcing a mobile game. That is next level, dude. Like, it, I mean, dude, yes. So it's what's funny to me, Andy, about mm, this, at least the last yeah. part, is like, I want Teamfight Tactics on my right. phone. That's it's, it's basically a, like a, a, their version of the auto chess game. Yeah. I want to play this uh, card game on yeah. my phone. Like I want these games on my phone. So it's just funny because it's all about context and it's all about timing because Blizzard's problem with announcing a mobile game is that they're at a PC convention where PC players, Diablo fans are foaming at the mouth because Blizzard was dropping hints that there's more Diablo projects coming and the only thing they announced is a mobile game with features people have been asking to see in Diablo 3 for years Andy so like this the it is it's all about um it's all about tact Blizzard had none and Riot has it all. It's hilarious. And it's its pretty crazy. But, you know, League of Legends, they're not without controversy in China. There was uh, something recently where they had they they had the um, they had some issues with League of Legends in China yeah. where they had lost like tons and tons of support right. over there. They were like highlighted in one of their uh, uh, newspapers and mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, yes, Tencent is a Chinese corporation. They're a Chinese company, but they're privately owned in China, I believe. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, right. but uh, they're 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 not. Tencent is not China. Right. It is a Chinese corporation. Right. But just because you're born in China and become successful and have this this very large uh, corporation that is about gaming, doesn't automatically make you the right, enemy. Right. Well, and, and it, you know, real funny story, real quick. Uh, you were talking mm-hmm. that whole, you know, after I read the story, <laughs> like I muted myself right yeah. away. And then I'm trying to like kind of jump in and you just kept right on talking. I'm like, can he hear me? <laughs> Turns out you couldn't. <laughs> you were muted. 
I could not hear you. Well, what I was going to... Yeah, sometimes when I see yeah, you muted, I just, just... I think that means no, just keep talking. I, I totally did it on accident. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to say is, it, I think you said it best, right? When when you mentioned that it's all about context and it's all about timing. While, yes, Riot, <laughs> Riot pulled a... Like a master like sucker punch right the club punch as we called it back in the neighborhood uh manny that sort of from (laughs) out of nowhere um with the whole uh announcing the mobile game slamming blizzard while announcing the mobile on their mobile game while announcing their own yeah The, the, the difference i think is also that no one no one wants a diablo mobile uh okay but you know like this card game like you said that's a game that yeah. lends itself on that platform right um yeah, so it does. i mean yeah we're not going to give you a hard time about something that fits that platform absolutely it's comfortable yeah. it makes sense diablo makes no sense on the mobile right <laughs> like mm-hmm. nobody wants that yeah. and then they're giving us features that we wanted in the the like the game on this, like, you know, microtransaction-ridden, yeah. you know, like, uh, I'm not going to use the language I want to use, but... <laughs> but uh, Yeah, oh, yeah. I know? mean, it's in-canon lore that is only available on this mobile game for yeah, Diablo. it's No crazy. one wants that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look at Gears Pop. Yeah. They announced Gears Pop, and then they gave you Gears 5. So it's yeah, like, right. It's like, oh, cool. Okay, whatever. Yeah, extra. yeah right. Exactly. Right. Not, and then <laughs> and then didn't even say anything about what we all wanted to hear, like Diablo Four, right? Like, yeah. nope, nothing about that. Exactly. Don't you? Don't you guys have phones? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh, dude. They start with a you know condescending yeah. comments, making everybody feel uncomfortable, oh, yeah. and it's like. You know, we're paying yeah. for this yeah. conference yeah. right now. Yeah. Tone deaf. Tone right. deaf, man. It's yeah. And you're making it awkward. Totally tone deaf, man. But uh we'll see, man. Hey, look, competition yeah. is good. Uh I can't wait to try out uh Riot's version of Diablo. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. And they did not that was project uh what was it like project F or so, I don't know. They didn't even say what that was. Yeah. There were just a few seconds on screen of showing that game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I yes, want that. right. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Yep. So, yeah, it's I'm I'm really uh, I'm really looking forward to whatever happens with these games from Riot, man. I, I'm super well, excited. We will have to wait for a while, Manny. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, we'll have to settle for uh, for there Hearthstone. No. <laughs> Hearthstone and Modern Warfare. No, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm messing around with Hearthstone until Gwent comes out and next week. So there you go. So that's that. What's coming up in the future, Andy? Dude, BlizzCon is coming okay. up. We're going to be of talking course. about it. We're going to cover what happens with BlizzCon. Hey, my guess is uh, and, my um, my guess is that they'll make a lot of people angry again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. What a world we're living in, buddy. This is craziness. All right. Well, thank you everyone for hanging out with us this week. And a special thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. We really appreciate you giving just a dollar 
a month. And a lot of you are giving $3. A lot of you are even giving more. And that blows my mind. Thank you so much for that support. Mm -hmm. It means so much. Absolutely. And we do a monthly Patreon-only podcast. And if you could put up as little as $1 a month, you have access to that. GamingAdventureClub.com slash support. That'll get you the Mm -hmm. links. We appreciate it. The show is always free. And, uh, but that's just a little extra thank you to those of you who are willing to hook us hey, up. Hey, and we've been, we've so, been known um, to invite a patron or two on that. So just saying. Yes, just indeed. Saying. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it's, it's a, a good fun time. show. I really Absolutely. like it. Yeah. We just, uh, we just that's hang right. out. So if you have any feedback for us whatsoever, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com and leave your feedback for us right there. And if you would like to join the community and become a part of the club, GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord will get you there. So until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.